0: You've probably heard the expression that what you measure matters, and that's true of all of your marketing, but it is especially true of email. So much data is there available to you, and it's a shame to let it go to waste. And that's what we're going to talk about today with my returning guest, Emily McGuire. Okay, here's the show. To more than a few words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the digital toolbox, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. And today, we're going to talk about email. And I know you think we've talked about email a lot, but we're going to dive into what I think is one of the most overlooked parts of your email marketing, and that's the metrics. What they mean, how to use them, and I have the perfect guest for this conversation. Emily McGuire is the customer evangelist at Aweber, a people first email service provider. With lessons learned over a decade in tech, sending thousands of email campaigns and working on email campaigns earning over $80 million in revenue, Emily loves sharing the mistakes and strategies of email marketing done well. You'll typically find her with a cup of coffee in hand because (laughs) hashtag mom life. And when her head isn't in her laptop, you'll find her chasing her kid, reading a book, or binging trashy TV. A woman after my own heart.
1: Emily, welcome to the show. (laughs) Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to
0: be here. I'm excited. For those of you who think Emily's name is familiar, it is. She was on maybe 18 months ago talking specifically about auto response campaigns, and you should totally listen to that episode after this one. But today, I want to talk about metrics. So give me a starting point. I want to measure the results of my email. What should I be looking at?
1: Yeah, so most people, you know, the most available metrics they have are opens and click, open and click rates. And primarily people use those as a general engagement metric. So how interested are people in your emails? Um, And then another one that people often neglect is the unsubscribe rate. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people are going to unsubscribe You know, that's just life, right? We're not going to be for everybody all the time. What an unsubscribe rate can tell you is if your subject line is maybe overpromising what you're delivering in your emails. So often I see people really try to chase that open rate. They think we need more opens. We need more opens. And so they get really clever, try to get really clever with those subject lines to try and make them, you know, sort of clickbaity. And so what ends up happening and what, have I, what I've seen when I've tested these kinds of things is that, you know, uh, maybe the subject line is a little bit misleading just to get that open, but once they get into the email, it doesn't live up to the promise. I bring that up because when people really hyper-focus on the open rate, but ignore unsubscribes, they're ignoring what actual impact that subject line had on their subscribers.
0: That's a really good point because the open rate there are a lot of reasons I think it's deceptive, but this idea that you can get people to come into your store, you can get people to turn around and look at you. But then if you don't fulfill the promise and that's what you're saying, if you if your content doesn't fulfill the promise that the headline makes, people unsubscribe and then you don't ever have a chance to bring them back and have another meaningful conversation
1: exactly exactly and i think people really hyper focus on the open rate which can be a trap but i get it you know not everybody has access to beautiful reports and data and um, even if you do it can be really difficult to track back you know how email played a part in you know your ultimate goal metrics that you're looking at so you know when i um when i talk about open rates a lot i i also think people get stuck in this trap of you know, what an open rate means. And so people think that an open is the end-all be-all, right? If if you get somebody open, that they're going to be likely to convert. We know that, you know, especially last fall, fall of 2021, when Apple released, you know, their latest iOS update, they stopped tracking opens. And so the whole validity of the open rate got called into question and it really wasn't an accurate measure to begin with. But again, it's a data point that we have available and it can sort of give us guidance on how interested are people in our emails and um, furthermore, the health of our email list. Because if you start seeing those opens dive, you know, you've got a really large unengaged population in your email list that might need to be either reactivated or cleaned out.
0: Absolutely. I went through a period where I just kept adding people and adding people and adding people to the list, growing it and growing it and growing it. My email list is 20 years old. And so I have people who have been on my email list since 2002 who still open it. But I also had this huge number of people who had changed jobs, closed their business, done all sorts of things. And I actually went through a process of cleaning them out. You'd be amazed at how many AOL and Hotmail (laughs) accounts I had from back in the day. But that process of cleaning out, I have a much smaller list today. I have much higher open rates because the people I'm emailing
1: really care. Exactly, exactly. And again, like people tend to try and really hyper-focus on one or two metrics like your list size and it doesn't matter if you have a list of you know a hundred thousand people or a million or you know even a hundred if those aren't people who want to be on your list or are interested in being on your list or a good fit for your business they are dragging down your overall metrics and that actually impacts your ability to end up in the inbox rather than the spam folder because you know uh, email clients like Gmail are looking at how engaged are subscribers with your emails to determine whether or not they should put your email in the inbox or spam folder.
0: That I did not realize, but that's a really good reason to clean up your email list. But if open rates can be deceptive and they can be manipulated by changing the size of your list And they can send you off in completely the wrong direction. What metric should I use? What should I pay attention to that's really going to tell me if anybody cares about my
1: email? That's a really great question. And I think we need to back up a step and think about what are your specific goals for your emails? Each email you send out is probably going to have a different goal once you have that in mind, what is it you're ultimately trying to get your subscribers to do, then you can start looking at, okay, how can I create data points around that? So for example, if maybe you're in the B2B space and you um, are trying to get people to book sales calls, do you have in your emails a link that people can book a sales call? And so that might be your primary call to action on your email and so you can go back and look at who's booked sales calls and match them up with were they um in your email database Um, Mm -hmm. you can even tag people automatically when you're doing Mm -hmm. that to really report out robustly if the goal of the email is just to get them to look at another piece of content you have to sort of continue to nurture that relationship and keep them engaged. Then yeah, clicks are going to be the primary metric you're looking at. So I think it's you really need to be strategic and think about what are your goal actions you want your subscribers to take in order to determine what metrics you want to pull out and what data you can actually get access to.
0: Absolutely. So I I want to kind of go back on the clicks a little bit because I think for A lot of small businesses, getting someone to take action, any action from their email is a great next step. Well, one of the things that I've seen, and again, I've been doing email for a long time, is the click-through rates are tanking. People are looking at emails, but they're just not taking as much action as they used to. And, you know, is it the attention span? And are there tricks? to increase click-throughs?
1: Well, part of what I've seen, you know, people have brought that up to me a lot that their click rates have have plummeted. And I think part of that is how your email service provider is reporting that metric to you. Because it used to be pre-fall 2021, they would be reporting your click-to-open rate. So they would be taking the number of clicks divided by the number of opens. Mm -hmm. And in my opinion, that's a better metric because, you know, I don't care about the people who didn't open the email if they clicked or not. However, with the validity of the open rate called into question, this has been one of the solutions to change that metric to a click through rate. Mm
0: -hmm. So they're
1: taking the number of clicks divided by the number of emails sent. Not opened. So that's been become sort of the default way of reporting clicks. And I think that attribute or um, that accounts for a deep drop in click rates that people are seeing. Interesting. Interesting.
0: I could talk to you, Emily, for hours and hours about email. I think there's so much there and I think there's so much that you can share with us. But what I'm going to do, because we're going to run out of time, is stop here and encourage people to stalk you on social media. I've got a list of social profiles, your Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, really encourage people to start looking for Emily anywhere and
1: everywhere because she's got such great content. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to being stalked. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks
0: again. And if you've enjoyed today's conversation, if you'd like to find other resources for your business, be sure to check out digitaltoolbox.club. This has been another episode of More Than a Few Words. Thanks for listening.